Glad you guys are here. This really is a great time to celebrate Christ, and we're so excited about the Christmas series we're in right now, talking about missing peace. We all want that peace that God has for us. And I thought, you know what? I want to bring someone today that is a blessing to me, to my family, but also to you. You've heard it before. Pastor Buddy Cremines pastors an amazing church uh, up in the basically upstate New York. It's called Northway Fellowship. He planted a church there years ago. God has blessed that in a massive way. He now travels not only in America, but also internationally speaking and bringing encouragement to people. He's also on our board of directors, which is a huge blessing to us. And so this is a guy I learned from. I'm always asking him questions, picking his brain on strategy, on, on what God's doing. And so please give a warm South Texas welcome to Pastor Buddy Kermeens. What's up, Church Unlimited? How's everybody doing today? Doing good? Well, Merry Christmas to each and every one of you. I love this series that you're in called Missing Peace, and we're going to jump into the Word of God in a moment. But I just want to just let you know what an honor it is to be with you in all of our locations. You know, they say that a church alive is worth the drive. If I was anywhere in Texas, I would be driving to Church Unlimited because this house, come on, church, this house is absolutely Amazing. I love it. I absolutely love it. And why do I love it? The presence of God. But it, that is so clear and evident in all the services we've had up to this point. But I love this house because of your pastors, Pastor Bill and Pastor Jessica. Uh, it's, it's been amazing. You guys realize it's almost been two decades, almost 20 years unbelievable uh, to walk through this life and journey with you guys. And can I state the obvious Church Unlimited? You guys have been blessed with the best in Pastor Bill and Pastor Jessica. The Bible tells us that they are worthy of double honor, and the Bible tells us there's a principle that runs the universe, and God actually says when we live our lives in honor and honor up, honor down, honor all around, and as we do that in Psalm 133, it says that God will command his blessing, and how sweet it is the brethren dwell in unity. I'm just letting you know it is not just their friend, but to see someone that loves Jesus the way that your pastors love Jesus uh, Pastor Bill inspires me. I want to pray more. I hunger for God more. And we always come away better after being with your pastors. And so I want to give you the opportunity again. They're worthy of double honor. Let's make some noise today for your pastors, everybody. We love you. Pastor Bill, love you, dude. I love you. You're a great man of God. You're a great leader. You're a great pastor. You're a great dad. You're a great husband. You're a really, really good man. Jessica, he married way above his head with you. <laughs> so Debbie loves you. You're a woman of grace. You're a woman of class. This couple is a couple of integrity, humility, and honor. There's nothing common about them. There's nothing common about this church. Cole, sons of thunder, look at you and the rest of the crew, wherever you all are. I just speak God's blessing over you. The best is ahead. 
23, you're not even ready. I can tell they're very uncomfortable. I didn't do this in any other service, but I felt the Holy Spirit say to do that. Would you do me a favor at all of our locations and just stretch your arms right now? I want to have a special prayer blessing. Go ahead and just stretch your arms and you're just in agreement with me. Heavenly Father, I thank you that better is one day in your house than a thousand elsewhere. I thank you, Father, that God, we have people that literally are watching all over the world and our arms are stretched out right now to show, Lord, just a your blessing and your blessing over this precious couple, Pastor Bill and Jessica. Bless them. Thank you for their perseverance. Thank you for their steadfastness. Thank you for their love for you, Jesus, their love for each other, their love for their kids, their love for your kids, God, both lost and found. Encourage them, stir them up. 23 is going to be the best, most abundant year, a cup overflowing blessings that this church has ever seen. Stir up their faith, God. You're doing something new in this church and in their hearts. Lord, I just speak your blessing over their kids, Lord, and just over every aspect of that, God, and everyone here at Church Unlimited. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. <clears throat> Come on, make some noise for your pastors. Love them. Love them. 14 days away from Christmas. How many of you guys are ready for Christmas? You ready for Christmas? All right, some of you. All right, how many haven't done any shopping yet? All right, all right. All right, how many of you like, uh, are kind of bah humbug? Yeah, all right, God help these people right there. All right, bless them people. I love Christmas. I absolutely love Christmas. I love it unapologetically. And I love the decorations. Anybody else like to decorate? Oh, man, I love it. Oh, man, a lot of people in this service. I feel you, man. That's my vibe. I'm like the Joanna Gaines. That's, I, I kind of, I vibe with that and I'm completely secure in my masculine. I love to decorate. I love textures. I love everything about that. I love atmospheres. It just, it brings me so much joy. In fact, we have about a 50 foot uh, evergreen tree in our backyard. I decorated it with lights and it is lit up all year long. Yes, I am that guy. You can just see it everywhere. I think Christmas lights should be up all year long. Do I have any other believers here today? Two people over here. I like Disney. They cashed in on it. That's why everybody kind of goes there. And so it's just a kind of cool thing. How about the Christmas food? Anybody like the Christmas food? All right. Oh, I got a more, much more amens on that. Yeah, you guys see these? They come out once a year, these peanut butter cookies, and they put the Hershey kiss in them. You guys know what I'm talking about? Those are of the devil. I gain like 15 pounds. Just so my face just kind of blows up. And uh, how about the Christmas music? Do you like the Christmas music? Anybody like the Christmas music? Man, you did a great job. Come on, give it up for the worship team and all that stuff. It's just amazing. You guys sounded great today. I love the Christmas music. How about this? How about the Christmas TV specials or the Christmas movies? Anybody like those? Oh, I just love it. I love it. Love it. So I'm going to date myself and don't judge me, but I'm going to go ahead and just put it out there. Generation Y and Z, you're going to check out like what just happened. But does anybody remember way back in the day that the t TV Christmas specials only came on once a year? Will you raise your hand? So I'm not all by myself. Right? If you missed it, you missed it. You couldn't go to YouTube. You couldn't go online. If you miss Rudolph, she said, I'm cute. She said, I'm cute. Those are hooves. I can fly. If you missed it, you missed it. Oh, and I remember as a little kid, I was just I was so just excited because they came out with this new technology called claymation technology. Anybody remember that? I was like, oh my gosh. It's just incredible. And it was a Santa Claus is coming to town. And Santa Claus is coming to town. The story, I'm like, oh my gosh, Santa's real. This is amazing. And it, it, it showed his girlfriend and his girlfriend. I think we have a picture of it. Will you put that up for me, guys? Isn't she beautiful? Guys, as a little kid, I'm not, I hope you don't judge me on this. I fell in love with her. 
I know that's maybe dysfunctional and I might have a problem. I'm just telling you, as a little kid and a little boy, and I saw her, I'm like, that's the most beautiful woman I've ever seen, and she's a puppet. I fell in love with a puppet. Why do I share that? Well, I've been married 34 years. I married above my head like Pastor Bill did. And my wife's name is Debbie. And we actually have a picture of her. We put that up. She looks just like her. She looks just like her. I married a puppet, Church Unlimited. How about Buddy the Elf? like that one? Buddy the Elf? Oh, we love that. We keep that on. So Rudolph, for me, was a staple in my generation. We keep that on all the time. But then we also, my kids, they just love Buddy the Elf. If you don't know Buddy the Elf, Buddy Elf is a story of a man that was raised by elves, and he thinks he's an elf, but then he hears that he's human, and he wants to go find his father, which his father lives in New York City. And if you haven't seen it, I brought a clip of this. It's played by Will Ferrell. Let's check this out. Buddy the Elf. Every time it rains, it rains. Panthers from heaven. Don't you know each cloud contains panthers from heaven? You'll find your fortune falling all over town. Be sure that your umbrella is up, 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 upside down. And trade them for a package of sunshine and ravioli. Macaroni. If you want the thing you love, you must have a pizza holy baby And when you hear thunder Don't run under a tree It'll be pennies from heaven For you and me Now come over here boy, Sam And every time it rains, it rains And don't you know it's crocodiles Every time it rains, it rains And don't you know it's crocodiles And you'll find your fortune falling All over town It's from heaven you and me. Santa. Santa. Oh. My bad. You know, we had so much fun doing that in New York City. I was thinking about this Christmas, and I was thinking about, my gosh, when you kind of look back over the past several years, and the pandemic tide has gone out, and you just kind of see people, I talk to people all the time in ministry and even in my own life is we're processing things that we never went through in life before. And from businesses to leaders to families to marriages to kids, we're all like, what, what do we do with all this? I think all of us, there's a little bit of PTSD and like, what do you do with that? And I was thinking with that is, God, wouldn't it be awesome as I was praying about today's talk? If we could just have a little bit more of Buddy the Elf in our lives, I think it would be so healthy for us and for your church. That's right. I came from New York to say we need more of Buddy the Elf spirit in our lives. Buddy the Elf, he's not missing peace. Oh, he's found peace. And he's giving joy and everything to everybody else. Can you imagine if you had Buddy the Elf? Wouldn't it be awesome? Can you imagine in your workplace, morale's kind of down. You can go in any business and you kind of see the body language. I'm like, what's up with that? 
Imagine Buddy the Elf coming in there, just changing the whole atmosphere of the room. Imagine having Buddy the Elf on your creative team. Wouldn't that be all just incredible? Imagine if Buddy the Elf just decorated your house today while you're at church and you come home and it's all decorated. Imagine going to New York City and visiting New York City and having Buddy the Elf being your host and taking the Rockefeller Center and a Broadway show. Imagine your kids getting a fight and all that and there's strife in your house. Just bring Buddy the Elf in. He'll take care of it. He'll cheer everybody up. I think this Christmas, now more than ever, and I think when we're missing peace in this world is to drop us into a text in John 16, 33. And it's very interesting because in Luke 2, this, the verse that the, that the angels declare that I bring you good joy, I bring you good news of great joy, which shall be to all people, is so much like the last words of Jesus before he went to heaven. And the Bible tells us this in John 16, 33. If you see some words capitalized, help me out, Church Unlimited, say it loud and proud today at all of our locations. Listen to what Jesus said. In this world, you're going to have tribulation. Jesus is not bait and switch. Jesus is not follow me and all your problems go away. No, we live in a fallen world and bad things happen to good and bad people. It's not God's fault. It's because of our first parents. They chose to bail on God. Forget you, God. We don't care what you say. We're going to do life our way in sin and entered into this world. And then we've lived in this fallen world. So Jesus says, in this world, you're going to have trouble. There's going to be tribulation. But be of what, church? Be of? Come on, church unlimited. Be of what? You see, I'm fantastic today at all of our locations. Why? Jesus said, I have overcome this world. And what Jesus is saying is this. Yeah, you're going to have trouble. Yeah, there's going to be some hard times. Yeah, it's going to be challenging. Yeah, that's, that's how it is in this fallen world. But I've got good news that you can be of good cheer even when there's trouble. Why? Because Jesus said, I have overcome this world. And church, I'm telling you today, we have overcome. We will overcome. We are overcomers. Let me say that again. Get that into your spirit. You have overcome. You will overcome. You are an overcomer today. And you can have good cheer in the midst of a world that's just full of trouble. Can somebody give Jesus praise today? So I was thinking, God, man, good news, great joy to all people. In this world, you have tribulation. But to be of good cheer, I've overcome this world. I think all of us could use a little buddy the elf. And so I, I want to just share with you five life lessons today and just kind of challenge your theology, maybe from a different way, but encourage you in that, that every Christian should not just know, but practice, should practice from Buddy the Elf. So here we go. Are you ready? One person. The Bible says, faith cometh by hearing and hearing from the word of God. Turn the person next to you and say, get ready, get ready, get ready. Go ahead. Turn the person next to you and say, you're not even ready. I never know what the Holy Spirit's going to do. Every service is different. So here we go. So what are some just practical takeaways that we could take as Christians, as followers, that could help us in today's world that tie to John 16, 33? The first one is this. There's room for everyone on the nice list. Buddy the Elf, he believed in people, and he believed the best in people. It is so tempting in today's world to get cynical, to just kind of pull back, and man, you're kind of going through things, and I don't know with everything going on in this world. No, Buddy the Elf believed in people no matter what. I think the lady's name was, um, uh, I forget her name, but anyway, it was his girlfriend, but what he said is, you have the most beautiful voice in the world, and what does she end up doing at the end of the movie? 
She ended up singing in front of the whole town, which helped Santa's sleigh get back into the air. I remember when Buddy the Elf went into his dad's office and the secretary's name was Deb. And he said, Deb, you have such a beautiful face. It should be on a Christmas card. I love that. I, I, my favorite part of the movie, one of my favorite parts of the movie, he walks by this diner and has a sign that says, world's best coffee. And he busts in, he goes, congratulations, everybody. Congratulations. <laughs> Buddy the Elf believed in people. You say, oh, Pastor Buddy, I don't know what you're doing with this movie thing. And what does it have to do with the Bible? Everything. It's one thing for Buddy the Elf to believe in people. Can I kick it up a notch? God believes in people and so should we. God believes in people and so should we. I was talking to a friend um, several weeks ago and he said, Pastor, he said, you know, Pastor, I love God. I just don't love people. And I said, uh. He goes, well, I'm just telling you. And I said, well, I said, can I just encourage you with something? I don't think those square. Because we can't love God without loving people because it's actually who God is. And the Bible tells us in Romans 5 and verse 8, again, if you see some words capitalized, help me out today, Church Unlimited, all of our locations. God did what, church? God demonstrated his love toward us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And some of you may have been in the church world a long time. You're long in the tooth. You're like, yeah, I know that verse. I learned it. What about the truth of that? God demonstrated his love towards you. He demonstrated and he died for you before you ever knew him, before you ever came to church unlimited, before you ever did a prayer, before you ever served, before you ever gave. God believes in you more than you believe in him. This, my friends, is the paradox of faith. If we could just get this theology, and theology is simply our God thought. It's what we think about God, that he believes in us more than we believe in him. It's a game changer and would change everything. If you've ever wrestled with insecurity, God called me in the ministry and I thought he got the wrong guy. Uh, I was uh, mad at God, angry at God. I cussed you out. I never went to church. My wife would always go. She'd wake me up on Sunday mornings. Um, God blessed me. In the marketplace, I was making six figures, the early 90s, which was a lot of coin. And she'd wake me up on my day off and she said, sweetheart, come on, would you go to church with me? I'm like, no, I'm not going. And why'd you wake me up on my only day off? And she goes, why won't you go? I said, it's full of a bunch of hypocrites. And she goes, there's always room for one more. Thank you. Something amazing, because I didn't share this in any other service. If you have a loved one that's away from God, my wife would come in hot and she'd come in preaching at me and actually drew me, it pushed me further from God. And when she stopped preaching at me and then she started praying, I thought something was up. I'm like, she's not preaching at me anymore. I guess I'm good. What that did is that allowed the Holy Spirit to take over and do only what he could do. And God brought me back to him. And so I'm so grateful for that, but I'm grateful that God believes in us more than we believe in him. As Pastor Bill said, we had an opportunity. I never thought I'd do ministry in a gazillion years, and God called us to start a church in the most unchurched place in the United States, in Albany. Barna also did research that said it's the least Bible-minded as well. So out of 100 cities, think of Las Vegas, think of San Francisco, Albany's dead last. And we went there to start the church. I was so scared. I was just like, oh my gosh. And I remember I had to talk to 15 people and I felt like I was going to throw up in my mouth. I was nauseous and just sweating and everything. And my wife, you know what she did? The one that looks like Mrs. Claus. What she did is she reached over and she touched my leg and she said, buddy Cremines, you were born to do this. And you know what happened? I went from sweating, all freaked out, 
all insecurity, and I let that kind of sink into my spirit, and I'm like, my body language changed? I was born to do this. And you know what? My woman believes in me. <laughs> and if my woman believes in me, I can do anything. And can I kick it up a notch? Come on, church. God believes in you. God believes in you. Come on, Church Unlimited. I said God believes in you. Do you realize the best is ahead for Church Unlimited? Do you realize you're not even going to recognize yourself at the end of 2023? Do you realize you're going to have to introduce yourself to yourself because God is doing so many things? Do you really turn to the person next to you and say, if you knew who was sitting next to you, you asked me for my autograph. Go ahead. You asked me for my autograph. Because God has amazing things for us today. And what we simply need to do is just back up a little bit and go, God, there's room for everybody. And God, thank you that you believe in me. I got to share this story. I know you look at me and you think, right there is a prolific athlete. I know that's what you're thinking. <laughs> so we play basketball and uh, my brother, we're kind of a lot like uh, uh, the Sons of Thunder here, Cole and Mason. And we grew up playing basketball. I was a point guard. I looked like a football player, but I was a point guard. My dad would cheer for us. He'd be so loud. And he would yell at the refs. He was one of those guys. And they kicked him out of the gym. And they wouldn't allow him in. And so they said, you can come back in, Chuck, but you can't say anything. And I remember I'd get the ball, and I'd be out on the fast break. I, oh, I'd, I'd do a hook him, shook him, spin dribble. And then, ooh, finger roll, shook him. And what I could see in my mind's eye, my peripheral vision, because dad couldn't talk, he would get up and he'd go, stand to his feet. My dad made it to every game. He would stand to his feet. And I saw my peripheral vision. And man, when I saw that nonverbal thumbs up, keep feeding me the ball, baby. I'm going to keep shooting the rock. Can I tell you, your Heavenly Father believes in you today, Church Unlimited? Can I tell you, your, your Heavenly Father is saying you miss 100% of the shots you never take? Can I tell you, God has great things in store? All right, so the next thing that we can learn from the life lessons that we should practice as Christians is this. If you'll put that up for me, guys, I'd appreciate it. The next one is treat every day like it's Christmas. Thanks, guys, so much. Treat every day like it's Christmas. And what I mean by that is we're not to, I know. At this time of year, it's so cool because we can kind of just go, listen, can we just get along? You get around people and all that. Hey, it's Christmas. Let's get along today. It's Christmas. Let's put that aside today. Let's put the grudge aside today. It's actually the very words of Jesus. Jesus actually prophesied about the end times. And he said in Matthew 24, and then shall many be offended. Many. You see people more offended today than ever. And it says, then the love of many. He's talking about Christians here will wax cold. Don't let that be you. That's not you, Church Unlimited. That's not me. That's not us. We're believers. And what we do, we follow the word of God. Ephesians 4.32, God tells us, be kind to one another, tenderhearted, doing what church? Forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. You say, pastor, I don't feel like forgiving anybody. I don't want to treat every day like it's Christmas. I don't want to get along. You don't know what they did to betray me. You don't know the hurt. We're not condoning that. Forgiveness is for you. It's not for the other person. Forgiveness is always a choice. It's never a feeling. Choose to forgive and live in Jesus' name. Number three, the best way to spread Christmas cheer is to sing aloud for all to hear. Pastor Buddy, I don't know. You're kind of, you're out there on a limb trying to bring Buddy the Elf into the Bible. What does that have to do? I love this about Buddy. 
the best way to spread Christmas cheer is to sing aloud for all to hear. Acts 16, Paul and Silas, they're sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. They're not doing anything wrong. And what happens? They get beaten. They get persecuted. Their backs are bloody. They throw them into prison. There's no Walgreens. They can't take Tylenol PM or Advil PM. They can't get antibiotics. They can't get a prescription. And they're thrown into the darkest part of the prison, the Bible says, and they're locked up in chains. And you know what they do at 12 midnight? They don't start complaining and say, man, I can't believe this. We're just trying to do something for God. Look what happened to us. We just stepped out in faith and look what happened to us. You know what they did? They just started. The Bible tells us this. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and they went church and they sang. You sound great. Praises unto God. And watch this. And the prisoners did what? The prisoners? The prisoners heard them. So they just start worshiping God on their own. There's no guitar. There's no Spotify. There's no music. There's nothing. It's acapella. It's not to dial up the iTunes. What's your playlist? No. Cold turkey. Why? They're beaten in chains. And the Bible says that as they worship God, the presence of God inhabited that prison and the doors, God sent an earthquake and they could just walk out. They didn't even leave. They were so caught up in the presence of God that God, I don't want to leave prison. I would rather be in prison and in this moment then leave this prison and not be in your presence. And check this out, church. The prisoners heard them worship and they didn't leave either. The best way to spread Christmas cheer is sing aloud for all to hear. Missing peace, you know how you miss peace? Is lose your praise. Keep your praise going. Your praise is your power. Anybody can worship God when things are going good, church. Worship God and praise God and know as a disciple of the discipline, advanced decision-making, God, I'm going to praise you in the good times and the bad times. And I just know, man, when I'm kind of going through it and in a funk and all that, I can kind of pull back. But just bust out and praise God. Can I encourage Church Unlimited? Don't give a flip who, what they think of you. Just don't care. Oh, I'm, I just, I'm so self-conscious. That's pride. Worship God. He's been good to you. I said, he's been good to you, church. He's been good to you. Sometimes I bust out Pastor Bill and Southern Gospel music. I just do all by myself. And you're like, what is Southern Gospel music? Just thank God you don't know what it is. It's, thank God you've been delivered. But I grew up on that. And so when I hear that music, I just kind of come alive. Sometimes when I preach, I put that in my iTunes. I get that because it's just, I just sense God's presence. And sometimes when I'm really, really down, you know what I just do? I got to just, I got to shake off the funk. I got to shake off the pity party. And I just bust out. I need thee, oh, I need thee. Every hour I need thee. Bless me now, my Savior, I come to Thee. And the presence of God comes, ministers to my spirit, and I come out different. Don't lose your praise. Church Unlimited, has there been anybody else here today that God's been good to you? Has Jesus been good to you? Come on, he's helped you through how many, he's brought you through a pandemic. I'm wondering right now, 
If we could just take a moment and say, without any music, without any lights, without anything going on, without any worship leaders, is there anybody at God's house today say, you know what? God's been good to me, and I'm going to let him know, and I'm going to declare, and do a shout of praise on three. One, two, three. Make some noise, church. Come on. God's been good to you. Come on. Praise him. Praise him. He's been good. Oh, he's been good. He's seen you through every season. He's helped you. Oh, come on, give him praise. God inhabits the praises of his people. I feel the atmosphere changing right now. The atmosphere is changing right now. I feel like the doors are going open right now. I feel like the doors are going open and people are saying, hey, I don't just want to be free. I don't want to walk out of that. Here's a moment right now with the presence of God. I just want to just stay in this moment. Come on, Jesus has been good to you. Give him praise. Give him glory. We love you, God. We praise you. We bless your holy name. Lord, to be absent from this body is to be present forevermore with you. We thank you and we praise you, God, in Christ's name. Amen. Number four, make gingerbread houses, eat cookie dough, go ice skating, and maybe, just maybe, even hold hands. What does that mean, Pastor Buddy? Enjoy your life. Jesus didn't come and die on a cross so you could just spend eternity with him. He actually came so you could enjoy your life, not endure your life. And I believe one of the reasons God sent me from New York today is to remind every follower and believer, you have permission to enjoy your life today. 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 Pastor Buddy, I got too much going on. Uh, you don't know about my spouse. You don't know about my kids. You don't know about my finances. You don't know about my health. No, we have today. And Jesus said, tomorrow will worry about itself. Quit worrying about tomorrow. And by the way, worrying, it's never accomplished one thing. It's never helped you. It just takes your energy. Quit worrying about tomorrow and enjoy your life today. Go home, eat some peanut butter cookies with some Hershey kisses. Put on your stretchy pants. Put on Buddy the Elf. Laugh. Have fun. Have fun. Do you realize we will stand out like nobody's business if we would just shine the light of God and let people see the joy of the Lord is our strength? Oh, my goodness. My kids are 27 and 30. You know what? They never talk. I said, guys, what's your favorite vacation? We're big on our family. They don't say all the stuff that later on we spent thousands of dollars and taking the Disney and all that. They said, Dad, my favorite time, my favorite time by Natalie and Devin is when we went to Maine. And they didn't know when we went to Maine, we didn't have any money. We drove. And then when we went there, someone blessed us where we were able to go. It's when we first started in the church. And they said, Dad, you played tag with us in the park. And you and Mom. And you had a cookout. Because that's all we could do. And I'm like, that's it? That was your favorite time? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, if you'd have told me that early, you would have saved me and Mom thousands and thousands of dollars. People don't remember things. They remember experiences. Life is made up of moments, and it's measured in moments, not minutes. Make some moments today, Church Unlimited. Enjoy your life today. You've got permission from God. Come on, give him praise today. The last thing, the last thing for us to do is don't be a cotton-headed ninny-muggins. Leave that up there for everyone. Don't be a cotton-headed ninny-muggins. I want you to say that out loud with me at all of our locations today. 
that's a mouthful. Ready? Here we go. Don't be a cotton-headed ninny muggins. Church Unlimited, turn to the person next to you and say it. Don't be a cotton-headed ninny muggins. Go ahead. Church Unlimited, you're awesome. Let me just give you a little bit of New York culture. You need to have more attitude when you say that. So I want you to turn to the person next to you and say it with some attitude. Don't be a cotton-headed ninny muggins. Go ahead. Don't be a cotton-headed ninny muggins. <laughs> Don't be a cotton-headed ninny muggins. Stop it. Anybody ever feel sorry for themselves? Next week, Pastor Bill is preaching on lying. So you won't be transparent. I will. I do. I, I, I get in my flesh. I get in my own skin. That's my, I'm just not a nice, I'm not a, it's not pretty. I'm not pretty without Jesus and without the Holy Spirit of God. It's, my flesh is ugly. And so is yours, by the way. So it's Thanksgiving, and I think we got a picture of my family, and you could put that up there. My son is uh, 30 years old, uh, his wife, and they're just amazing. We love them. Our daughter's 27. I think if they have the picture there, pray for us, because all we have is grand dogs. I'm bitter. I want some grandkids. Let's go. I'm really battling that. So I go down to New York City, and uh, for Thanksgiving, I went there with my wife, and, but I was just so sick before, and I was so sick. I'm like, sweetheart, I don't think I can go. I'm like, I'm really not feeling well. And I saw her face ball, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, God, I'm not feeling well. I get up Thanksgiving. She doesn't think we're going. I'm like, sweetheart, we'll go. So we drive down to New York City from upstate New York. We get there, and then um, it's, then it's Thanksgiving Day. There's the Macy's Parade. There's three million people at the Macy's Parade. Everyone's having fun. I'm feeling awful. My kids are seeing me coughing and barking and everything else. I'm like, Dad, we need to do an intervention. you got to get the urgent care. You sound terrible. So on Thanksgiving Day, I'm at stinking urgent care. Church and Limits, could you please help this pastor out from New York? And could, on, could you just say all? Oh. <laughs> could you do a little bit better than that? <laughs> just give me a little, a little more sympathy. Go ahead. Aww. Thank you. I feel so much better. I could have used you on Thanksgiving. They do the COVID test. I'm good. They do the flu test. I'm good. Buddy, you got bronchitis. Oh, gosh, that sets me down for several weeks. Give me some medicine. As I'm leaving the urgent care on Thanksgiving all by myself, I walk by and I see some guy out of my peripheral vision. He's going, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. It's just really annoying. And I just kept walking. Everyone else walked by. And I'm like, I'm walking by. I'll, I'll, I'll see you later. And I just keep walking by. And I walk about uh, 10 yards. And I heard the Holy Spirit as clear as anything say, go back there. And I'm like, no, God, I don't want to go back there. Today is about me. I'm the one that has bronchitis. I'm the one that's alone. I'm the one that's not with my family. Let somebody else help him out. Go back there, buddy, and talk to him. And I went with such a good attitude. Hey, bro, do you need anything? I do. What do you need? I'm hungry. When he said that, instead of my heart growing cold, God melted my frozen heart, my cotton-headed ninny muggins heart. I said, I'm Buddy. He said, I'm Frank. Nice to meet you, dude. 
Yeah, we can get you something. I just actually passed a food truck. I went around the corner. He didn't know it was there. He had a wheelchair and everything. I said, what do you want with fruit truck? And he says, I like a cheeseburger with onions. Cheeseburger with onions? I said, what else would you do? You want ketchup? You want mustard? You want lettuce? No, I want a cheeseburger with onions, buddy. Okay, we can do that. They're making it up. Do you want french fries? No, I want a cheeseburger with onions. Do you want potato chips? No, I want a cheeseburger with onions. Do you want dessert? No, I want a cheeseburger with onions. you want anything else? It's Thanksgiving, bro. You can have anything you want. No, I want a cheeseburger with onions. I'm like, okay, bro, we'll get a cheeseburger with onions. And then the Holy Spirit said, you speak to him. And I, and speak the blessing. I said, Frank, I got to tell you something. Um, happy Thanksgiving. And you know what? God sees you. And Frank, you're doing better than you think you are. And God loves you. And God believes in you. And he just wanted you to know that today. He said, thank you, buddy. He said, can I tell you something? I said, yeah. He said, your wallet is exposed with all the cash. You should move that or some New Yorker might steal it from you. I went, thanks for having my back. Moved it, put it in there. And then we prayed, God, thank you. Thank you for Frank. Encourage him, strengthen him today. God, we give you praise. You're a good God. Lord, you see him. Frank matters to you. With long life, you'll satisfy him. I think we have a picture if they put it up there. And God just arrested me that day on Thanksgiving to say, stop being a cotton-headed ninny muggins. I still had to go home. Still wasn't feeling well. But I didn't go home with the same attitude. Why? We have two choices when it comes to missing peace. We can miss peace because we can think, God, everything has to be good in my life. There's never going to be trouble and take care of all my problems. No, in this world, you're going to have trouble. But be of good cheer. Why? I have overcome this world. You have overcome. You will overcome. You are an overcomer, Church Unlimited. That's who you are. That's who you are. And I leave you with this. Your Heavenly Father is doing one thing today, and this is what he's doing. Every Church Unlimited location. That's who you are. God believes in you. Lord Jesus, thank you. Bless your children. Encourage them. Strengthen them today. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. Wow. Unbelievable. You guys give it up. Isn't that amazing? Wow. What a great word. Right now, at all of our church locations, let's bow our heads. Every head bowed, every eye closed. We just want to give you a moment. We never close our services without giving you an opportunity to receive Christ as your Lord and your Savior. That's where peace comes from. It comes from a relationship with Jesus. As Buddy spoke, I know he opened your spirit. He certainly did me. Right now, with your head bowed and your eyes closed, if you've never given your life to Christ, pray this prayer with us. You can receive Jesus right now. Right now, online with us, those who are watching from the prison ministry, those who are, are at one of our churches, pray this prayer. Just say, Dear Jesus, I realize I need you. I believe you died for my sin. And I believe you rose again. I ask you to come into my heart. Be my Lord and be my Savior. I repent of my sins. I put you in first place. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. With your head bowed and your eyes closed, if you just gave your life to Christ, no one's looking around, just lift your hand high right now. One of our churches, any, any of them right now, just hold your hand high. If you just gave your life to Christ, hold your hand high. Thank you, Rodfield. Thank you. Hold your hand high. Thank you, Stone Oak. Praise God. Just hold your hand high. Thank you, Padre Island. 
all the way in the back there at Rockport Fulton. Thank you. Hold your hand high. Praise God. You're online with us right now. Put in the text chat right now. Just text my hands raised or click hand raised right now. We praise God for your decision to give your life to Christ. Father, thank you, Lord, for what you're doing. Thank you, God, for the words of Pastor Buddy. Thank you for the encouragement that we've received today, God. Lord, thank you that where our praise is is where our power is, God. So we choose to praise you even in the tough moments, even in the dark seasons, Lord. You are there, and we can trust in you. Lord, thank you for your word today. It's encouraged us all, Lord. In your name we pray. All God's people said, amen. Isn't God good? His word is so true.